So today is Easter, when we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from the dead. And while those words may trip off the tongue ever so lightly, they are actually heavy with meaning. Because what we are commemorating today, in case you lost it in all the excitement and Easter bunnies, what we are celebrating is the bodily return to life of Jesus, an event that triggered entry into the afterlife for all of us. Not to state the obvious, but that's pretty huge. And while it is a central doctrine of our faith, still, it's hard for some of us to fathom Even so, I I sometimes think that the reason we paint eggs and eat so much candy and wear colorful fancy clothes and share an Easter brunch is that we are trying in our own feeble ways to meet the immensity of that gift with our own joyful thanksgiving. Certainly, we have tried to grasp it in the rituals of Holy Week and the Easter vigil just ended last night. I believe in the resurrection. Not just a metaphorical version where Christ resurrects in our hearts and our actions, though that's very important. No, I mean actual resurrection. I believe in that. Today. And last night for sure. And for most, if not all, of last week. But, okay, honestly, some of the time, I still struggle with it just like some of you might. At best, we are sometimes like the disciple in today's gospel reading who runs to the mouth of the cave, looks in, believes, but goes home without understanding what he's seen. Or maybe we try to follow the motto of St. Anselm and we have a faith-seeking understanding. That is, an active love of God seeking a deeper knowledge of God. Nevertheless, for many Episcopalians and those who love them, resurrection is is sometimes kind of the elephant in the room of our faith. We try to dance around it and pretend it's not there, or we might say nice things about it while refusing to look at it directly. But it takes up so much room. And you know, what do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino with the resurrection? Elephino! You guys are still asleep. (laughs) Elephino, that's what I'm saying. The resurrection remains a mystery. How can we ever know for sure? Yet there are some of us who just can't let go of wanting to prove it. In fact, that used to be me. A few years ago, I was really grappling with this core component of our faith. And this was after I had already been ordained. So in my search for some answers to this question, I went to the source of all human wisdom. Do you believe in the resurrection? I asked Google. The top hits I got did not look too good for team resurrection. There is no scientific or historical proof, shouted one entry after another, pounding away at the few plucky little entries that cried, Proof is not the point. It's faith, dummy. But further down that first page of hits, I discovered a group of thoughtful people on one website, Christian and non-Christian, who were honestly grappling with this very question. One man, Pastor J. Barrett Lee, echoed two bits of semi-historical information that have since helped my belief in the resurrection. 
He wrote, first, something happened. There was some kind of Easter event that changed everything for Jesus' followers. They were never the same after that experience. Whatever it was is powerful enough to have allowed their messianic movement to survive the execution of its founder, unlike every other first century messianic Jewish movement. In other words, those bumbling disciples from the Gospels somehow became powerful messengers of the good news. Second, he wrote, it seems abundantly clear based on the writings of the time that Jesus' earliest followers certainly believed that he rose from the dead on the day after the Jewish Sabbath. Moreover, their experience of this event was immediate and powerful enough that Jesus' earliest followers, all Jewish, felt the need to move their primary day of worship from the Sabbath to the day after the Sabbath, i.e. Sunday. And that's a big deal, because the Sabbath day, the Saturday, was intensely sacred to Jews. So moving it would not have been done lightly. In other words, those first disciples changed their lives and their worship practice in response to their belief in Christ's resurrection. Still, I have to say my suspicions were right. There is no proof of resurrection out there. But I did learn one thing from my search. It's important to keep wrestling with the question. Now, if you already believe, thanks be to God, then your question becomes, how am I living out that belief? What am I doing to make Christ present in this world? But if you have trouble affirming the resurrection of Christ, do not give up struggling to believe. Frankly, more central to my faith than resurrection is relationship. Or to put it another way, relationship is where I come closest to experiencing resurrection. It's right there in today's gospel passage. Peter and John, the two disciples, run to the tomb, look inside, see the empty wrappings, believe with, without quite understanding, and go back home. But Mary Magdalene stood weeping outside the tomb. She was inconsolable, wandering about in a daze, not understanding why her beloved teacher's body was missing. It wasn't just that she'd lost someone she loved. Jesus had seen through her external facade and recognized the precious person she really was. With him gone, who was she now? She came to the tomb to be as close to Jesus as she could, to remember how he loved her and saw her true self. So his body's disappearance from the tomb was a terrible shock, so much so that she didn't even blink when two angels in white appeared inside the tomb and spoke with her. Nor did she recognize Jesus when he stood before her. In fact, she mistakes him for the gardener. On a side note, this is the earliest historical record we have of a gardener named Jesus. Wow, that's best what I got. This is an especially important scripture passage for my people. Just wanted to throw that out there. Mary sees Jesus but doesn't recognize him. Jesus at first 
seems not to want to be identified. He asks her, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? He pretends not to know her. But then he sees how much pain she is in, how her grief at his missing body has driven her to distraction, and he can no longer contain himself. Mary, he cries. And she instantly recognizes him and responds, Rabboni. All the sorrow, joy, and love they have known comes rushing back in that moment of naming each other, and they reestablish their relationship. They are precious to one another. And this man, who at the start of John's gospel was described in cosmic terms, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, this man, who is God, became human because God loves us. And he wept at the tomb of his friend Lazarus, and he washed the feet of his beloved disciples, and he reassured his dearest Mary that he was alive. And when I have trouble defining my faith, I simply remember the loving nature of Jesus, and I find God there. And I know resurrection to be true. Another post I found online was by Brandon Ambrosino, Some Unknown Soul. He paraphrased the words of the writer C.S. Lewis to describe his own faith in the resurrection. I believe in the resurrection just like I believe in the sun. Not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. And he quoted the philosopher Wittgenstein, who said, it is love that believes the resurrection. Some of us will continue to wrestle with our beliefs in the resurrection or in other aspects of our faith. Just remember, the struggle is worth it. The journey is worth it. It's worth it for the terrific companions you will meet along the way. Just ask anyone in this community and they will tell you. The journey is worth it for the example of Jesus, whose amazing words and actions constantly challenge us to be less selfish and more loving. It's worth it for the hope that we are held by a larger reality, the embrace of God that holds the world tightly, even when we try to fight it off with our disbelief or our anger, like a child having a temper tantrum. Eventually, we will quiet down in that embrace until God whispers in our ear, shh, it's all right, I'm always here with you. One day we will see Believe and understand. In the meantime, we will journey together. So happy Easter. Alleluia. Christ is risen. And so begins our life of faith.